Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with hero bread. Okay. Hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. Five, four, three, two, one. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Dudes Behind the Foods. I'm Tim Chantharangsu. And I'm David Slow. This is your favorite food podcast of all time. Um, better than Taste Buds. Just playing. Um, oh, that is <laughs> such a good name, though. You know what Taste Buds is? It's it's a couple of guys from, you ever watch um that show where it's four, four, four guys and they're like pranking each other. Um... In like New York, dude, where's my car? No, it's it's a reality show, and it's four guys, and they like dare each other to do things. Is it not Ashton Kutcher? No, <laughs> not punked. It's it's ah, uh, jackass. No, <laughs> these are older guys. Jamie Kennedy. No, no, ah, Jamie Kennedy experience was really funny. Yes, that shit was one good. of the best. Um, hold on, damn it, now you're gonna make me Google it. Um. It's four guys. Rick loves this show, and it's always on. Is it still going on now? Yeah. Four guys prank each other. It's actually like a pretty big hit. Fussy Tube. No! Vitaly, Vitaly the guy. Impractical Jokers. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Who's the guy, Vitaly? He's the one that he was, he was the one that went crazy. Uh, he, he had some things. Uh, he was going through some things. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's a little nutso, huh? I, uh, I was in a, a movie with him. Oh really? How, how was he? <laughs> huh? On set? Oh, chilling. It was good. It was good. He played like the kind of like weird drug dealer dude in the movie. That makes sense. Um, I played uh someone who was trapped in this house, and we were trying to figure out who the murderer is. Um, I kill it. <laughs> <laughs> the movie sucks, but I was great. I mean, I ain't say all that, but I'm just saying my part was great. <laughs> <laughs> One of my uh movies that I acted in just came out. Really? On a digital right now. What's it called? It's the one with Lamorne Morris. Uh, has Matt McGorry in it. It has the guy from Sixth Sense in it too. The, the Bruce kid. Willis. Holy shit, no, dude! No, no, the little kid. The little kid that grew up. Haley Joel Osment. I don't know the name. Holy shit, <laughs> dude! No, that, that's who it is. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, he was in it. Yeah, it was pretty fun. What? It, what? It, what is? It? What's it called? It's called. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I don't even know. It was two years ago. The Seventh Sense. It was The Seventh Sense starring me, where basically my mom dies and she comes to haunt me. <laughs> oh my God. My dad, recently, he was um, he was just getting it, like he was just complaining about my mom. And he's like, oh man, if I die first, I am going to haunt her. 
He's like, if there's if there's any way, he's like, if that's possible at all, he's like, if there's any time where in between now and up there or down there where I'm here, I told her I will haunt her. Dude, this will tell me one of the goofiest things his dad did, and I couldn't stop laughing in the car. I'm still laughing about it now just because of how fucking goofy your dad is, dude. Tell them what your dad does. Okay. My dad's been doing this ever since I was a little kid. <laughs> it's, the, it's the fucking goofiest thing I've ever heard. So, 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 to, so, when, so, mind you, it's just me, my mom, and my dad, right, growing up ever since I was a little kid. So, whenever we would have arguments... When, like, me and my mom would be mad at each other or my mom would be mad at me, my dad, but his way of making everything better to smooth shit over is he would guilt trip the other person unbeknownst to the other person, all right? So, let's say my mom would, like, snap. Me and my mom would get into some argument or whatever, right? Or my mom would be in a bad mood. My mom would be, like, mad at, like, just pissy towards everybody. And so... <laughs> Like, I would go to school and I'd come home, and my mom would be like, "Hey, how are you? Are you are you, are you Katie? Well, do you want something to eat? Are, are are you good? Do you, do you want some food?" And I'd be like, "Oh, what 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 happened? What did my why why did my mom one eighty all of a sudden? Right?" And my dad's like, "Yeah, so you know when you went to school, I told your mom that you know you and me were talking, and you were like, how could mom be in such a bad mood when?" When we have so, when we have a roof over our heads and and you know like and and we have each other, why why would your mom be? Why is mom in such a bad mood when we you know we we just want we should just be loving each other? This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life because this is why it's so goofy. What child talks like that? What? The fact that his dad came to us. Do you know what our son said? He said. <laughs> my lord there are blessings about <laughs> there are bunnies in the field for what reason would you be in such a sour mood why would she look upon life with such sorrow and misery <laughs> no but hey hey I was a smart kid alright I don't give I a read fuck. at a very fast level dude <laughs> Your dad is just so funny, dude. Like, the moment, the moment as a parent, you start using your kid as a weapon. That's hilarious. But dude. then he would he would flip it on me too. You know what I'm saying? Like if I was being pissy towards mom, like we got into some fight. You know, he'd be like, you know, your mom just told me today. You know, she loves you so much, and you know she, you know she cared for you and blah blah blah. Make me feel guilty. I just picture your dad just doing a, the worst acting job ever. <laughs> He's like, do you know what your mom said? Uh -huh. She said. And here's the thing. It used to work until I realized what he was doing because when I came home one day and he's like, you know, I told your mom that you said, you know, like, um, you know, um, all you want is for us to be a happy family. And seeing her in a bad mood made you sad. I'm like, dad, why did you say? I didn't say that. Why would you say that? But then, like, and then I real when I realized that he was like using that technique, or that like that little plan uh, of strategy to you know kind of like 
make the other person just feel guilty and and feel sad. I think, I think your dad just got fucking too ahead of himself and he just started <laughs> lying too big now. <laughs> he was like, your mom said that she was going to cut her vagina in half <laughs> and then feed it to the piranhas in Thailand. <laughs> it's like, whoa, what's going on? You know, I think sometimes with my mom especially, you kind of have to pump up the drama to get her out of her pettiness. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, because I remember too arguing with my mom and just because she would be in such like she wouldn't want to um, give in, you know what I'm saying? Even oh, they if, never do. Yeah, they never do. So what I would do is like if I'd be like, "All right, mom, love you, love you, bye." If she wouldn't say anything back, just because she was being petty, I'd be like, "Mom," and I, I remember specifically, I was probably like 16. I was like, "Mom, what if I left right now, right?" And and the last thing you said to me is that you didn't, and, and the last thing you did was not say you love me back. What if I walked out right now and I got hit by a car and died? How would you feel about that, huh? And I'd have to say shit like that to be like, hey, stop being annoying right now. I wonder if she likes it because she likes, she needs the extreme attention to feel loved. Maybe, man. That's just so funny. My mom, just recently, we were, we were on the phone. I forgot what the fuck we were arguing about, but we usually don't fight as much anymore, but... Yeah. I don't fight like this with Mariel. I don't fight with my friends, but with my mom, it's different. For some reason, it's always so fucking big. Yeah, yeah. So I'm on the phone. But I forgot what we were doing, but we were fucking yelling at each other. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Why are you yelling at me? She, she starts going off. We're screaming at each other. Yeah. And then she hangs up the phone on me mid-yell. And, bro, <laughs> I was furious. And so I was, like, fucking yelling. I was like, Hello? Hello? <laughs> Did you hang up? I was like, all right, fuck it. We're not going to talk then. So we were talking on the phone for like three or four days. Yeah. And I finally call her and I hit her up. I'm like, so you just fucking hang up the phone on me <laughs> when we're yelling at each other? Yeah. And she, she looks, she, she takes a pause. She goes, you hung up the phone on me. And I'm like. Oh, just making stuff up. I was like, so you're just over here fucking lying now. Yeah. And then we started yelling at each other and I realized I went through a tunnel. So, oh. the, so, the, so the call cut off. And so we were both yelling at nobody for oh. like five minutes. <laughs> we're just screaming at each other and we started laughing after hilarious because we were both idiots well I had to kind of learn about my mom right that like whether she's wrong or not it don't matter yeah so I had to be like look I can either be petty with her and be angry and just it just be a pointless circle right or just realize <sighs> she's just silly like what's the point ain't no point and now I just kind of like gotta laugh it off Give her a big old hug and a smooch and be like, I love you. You're crazy, but I love you. You know what I'm saying? My mom is such a country-ass bumpkin, like, (laughs) to the point where I I flew her into town not too long ago. Mm. But she she doesn't really fly on planes. And Mm. so my dad told me that she was so excited to be on a plane that she was, like, happy to see all these clouds in the sky. I was like, oh, shit, dude. Like, she hasn't really traveled a lot because she always worked at the business. Mm. So when she's on a plane, it's, like, this crazy experience for her. So she's just like, your dad was like, dude, your mom's such a fucking loser. <laughs> she's <laughs> looking out the window going, look at the clouds. He's like, no shit, it's a plane. <laughs> but my mom just never goes on planes. So yeah. she was, like, super happy to be on a plane. Planes are, planes are I'm, I still, I've been on so many flights. And every once in a while, I try to remind myself to look out the window and just kind of take in the beauty of it. Well, I'm sometimes. scared of heights, so <laughs> every time before the plane takes off, I say a prayer in my head. I'm really? Like, I was like, if this plane crashes, I hope everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so funny. Here's why I don't fear flying because I feel like if this plane's gonna crash, ain't shit I can do about it. So I'm like, I get comfy, I go the fuck to sleep because I'm like, if this shit's gonna crash and I'm gonna die, I'd rather be asleep. So I just 
put the window down, I tuck myself in, and I knock the fuck out. You know what I hate about this fool? He's so much smaller than me. It doesn't matter what seat he's in. He's, yeah, true. He's fine. Yeah. I'm dying. I can literally get so comfy in a coach seat. Like, here's what I do. Here's what I do. I recline that shit. I put the backpack in the seat um, under, like, uh, in front of me, of course. And if I take my shoes off, I can just squeeze my my feet in between the backpack and the seat, and I can literally like lay back. You know, when I was really, really fat, and, I, <laughs> and I've never openly said this before, I know that when I'm walking down the aisle, everybody's <laughs> praying that I'm not the one sitting next to them. <laughs> I, I see it in your stupid fucking fat faces, your fat phobic faces. They're like, please don't let this fat guy sit next to me. I'm, please. And I see it and I sit next to him. I'm like, yeah, guess what? It's me, motherfucker. I see the fear in their face because now that I lost weight, I'm the guy like, oh, please don't let this fat motherfucker sit next to me. Ellie, that sucks for big people. It sucks when it's where I'm a fat person and then another fat person that when we're both like mm, fuck, uncomfortable man. yeah because we're both just spilling over into each other's areas it's like ugh. bro one of the grossest flights i ever had to deal with wasn't because of a big person wasn't because of a stinky person it was an ugly person no, no. <laughs> I, I was sitting it was on it was a long flight too it was either coming back from australia or england or some shit like that no it was it was australia because i remember this woman had the aussie accent and um i was in I was in the aisle seat, so I was closer to the bathroom. She was in the middle. And then I just kind of feel her coughing a little bit. She's coughing. but And this was pre-COVID, all that shit. So it was still kind of just kind of like, ew, this person's sick, you know? And so she's coughing, and then um, she kind of is coughing more progressively throughout the flight. And then she kind of does like a boom. And I I see in my periphery, dog, a little. Dog, a, I just legit. <laughs> a little. Yeah. A little, like, like, a little splurge of came out of the side of her, like I, I saw her try to hold it in right she's like can I I'm like yeah 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 yeah. so she goes to the bathroom she goes to the bathroom a few times she's just sick I don't know if she had food poisoning or what right so finally she's like would you mind if I change seats with you so I can be closer to the bathroom I was like yeah totally that's fine we switch we switch seats I sit in my seat now I trying to buckle the seatbelt there's like dry puke on her seatbelt dog like a little I see the puke there and I'm like oh so now I'm like like Tuck, like trying to put in my seatbelt, but there's like puke on the seatbelt, so I'm just trying not to touch anything, dog. I was so grossed out. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? You should have got your money back for that flight. Yeah, I mean, it's not the flight's fault. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> they fucking sat you next to Pukey McPukeson. But speaking of Australia oh, and God. speaking of gross I know, things. Listen, I go on Twitter <laughs> and I see all this stuff because I don't tweet that much. <laughs> and so I see all these tags about Vegemite. Yeah, yeah. And I already expressed I don't like Vegemite. I don't, don't like it. Vegemite? Well, here's the thing, mate. All right. Um, I, I don't think we were eating it right. All right. I don't so, care. First of all, I want to say how you going. How you going? You sick cunt. How you going? Good eye. Um, how, how you going is what they say? Yeah, how you going? Why? How, how, how you going? I mean, that makes sense. How you going? I mean, it, it makes sense. It makes more sense than how you doing. You know what? Aussie people, you're cool. <laughs> I'm using it. How you going? How you going? I, I guess it makes the same amount of sense as how you doing. How are you doing? How are you going? I'm going. It's, I'm going all right. How are things going? It's like the same shit. Yeah. Yeah, David, you idiot. How you going? All right, so... um. I saw some suggestions. Where did you buy it? At the World Market. Oh, of course World Market would have it. <laughs> All right, so first what we're going to do is 
Vegemite, I got some suggestions from online. Um, You're actually not that bad at that accent. No, I, I didn't like it. I, I got some suggestions from online. Online? Online. Online. Well, that, that, and then I'm like, wait, is that New Zealand? Because I watch- New I wa- Zealand's very similar. Yeah, it's it's very similar, but it's a little different, right? Because I watch a lot of Flight of the Concords. It's like- I can't do European accents. Like European, Australian, all those accents, I can't do it. It's just not possible for me. I try all the time. I've been trying to do Conor McGregor for years, can't do it. Ah, oh, man, I just, I really want to get good at the differences, right? Because I don't want to be, just be one of those Americans that does like, for every British accent, it's like, oh, tea and crumpets. It's like a very classy- Right. Uh, the royal English. Yes, everyone says that Americans do a posh English accent. That's all we know. Because it's the media, man. It's, it's the fucking media, It's dude. the fucking media, isn't it? Um, all right, well, um, we're going to take a little break, and then when we come back, we will have nice toasty bread with disgusting Vegemite. Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with Hero Bread. Okay. Hero Bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and, guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, 
provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Uh, all right, y'all, what's up? We're back, and we have Toasty Bread. I asked <laughs> Twitter, how the fuck do we eat Vegemite? And they said, they said, ideally, butter, toast, and use the Vegemite like you would use some fish sauce. Like, one guy said a pinky nail's worth of Vegemite on your buttered toast. What a stupid way to describe it. <laughs> A pinky nails worth, you freaking! I'm just, I'm just hating right now because I really don't want to eat this. By the way, the smell of toast is amazing. This fool's ridiculous. He actually brought a toaster <laughs> into the studio. I did. I, I was like, why does he have a box here? And he brought a fucking toaster here. I, I, I was leaving the house this morning. I was after she had breakfast. I was like, all right, babe, I'm taking our toaster. <laughs> uh, yes, because everybody said. It's a it's a it's a butter and toast situation, all right? How was Vegemite created? Because it's it's made out of just putrid vegetables. No, 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 it's yeast. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> Ingredients: yeast extract. Give me, give me this shit. Yeah, read while I butter your bread. All right, mate. That's all I got. Vegemite <laughs> yeast extract. Vegemite. Well, I guess like fish sauce in and of itself doesn't sound that great either because it's literally putrid fish. Yeah. It's rotten fish juice. What is this? Ingredients. Yeast extract from a vagine. <laughs> Salt. Malt extract. Contains barley. Flavor enhancer, which clearly there's none in there. Uh, potassium chloride. Uh, color. E-150C. Ooh, what's that? E-40's cousin. Spice, <laughs> <laughs> spice extract. Spice extract. <laughs> contains celery. Ooh. <laughs> Niacin. Theathiamin. Riboflavin. And folic it's acid. It's riboflavin. It's riboflavin, David. <laughs> uh, riboflavin. Hold on, I'm giving you plenty of butter, okay? So it's Please. It's, it's going to help mask the... Uh, what the fuck kind of butter is this? We're going to have some Vegemite. Vegemite. Yeah. Vegemite. Vegemite. Shout out to Australia. Ugh. Oh, my God, Tim. Right. See, that's... We're good. Now we have delicious butter on toast. I would like to invite you to my quarters for some toast. Some toast. Hey, shout out <laughs> to little Chancho in our video. <laughs> uh, if you guys watched, uh, if you guys watch when Foodie calls and you watch our fail episode of uh, when we went to Knott's Berry Farm, uh, there was that there's that young young man who was behind us getting all up in the camera, and I happened to turn around and I was like, oh, Chancho, <laughs> and he legit looked like Chancho. Yeah. Yeah, he he really really did. Like Chancho is like a little older, you know what I'm saying? And if you don't, if you've never seen Nacho Libre, you don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Shame on you. Yeah, Nacho Libre, by the way, is one of my favorite movies of all time. I feel like I, it's for sure top three comedies for me. Uh, so slept on, and people that say it's not funny, like I stopped trusting Rotten Tomatoes after I saw how low of a rating Nacho Libre got. Stupid. Stupid ass critics, dog. They don't get it. Well, that's the thing too because I, I do a lot of movie reviews on my podcast. Yeah. But, so people think like, oh, like you only watch like high food. No. Absolutely not. I watch movies for what they're supposed to be. Exactly. Right? And Nacho Libre is supposed to be a dumb, funny-ass movie, and it's one of the funniest fucking movies ever. It's so good. It's probably the film I've watched the most. Dog, I... I literally used to just put Nacho Libre on and just uh, clean the house you know, yeah. as like background. All right, so now we're gonna take our 
Vegemite. A little fingernail. Fingernails worth of Vegemite. Did you tell them they were the Lord's chips? <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna tiny. How bit would of- you spread a fingernail's worth over that whole toast? You concentrated it in one spot, you <laughs> stupid idiot. I'm gonna just put a, a, another fingernail. Just a tiny little fingernail's worth, right? That's that's two fingernails right now. <laughs> and look at the it looks like a streak mark of shit. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here's here's yours. Please don't bite it until I make mine. Bad day, mate. Bad day. Bad day, mate. Bad Bad day. Bad day, mate. Speaking of shit, bad day, mate. (laughs) Like, look at this. You can't even spread it. It's so thick. It's it's pretty thick. Imagine thinking you were gonna bite some Nutella and it was a (laughs) Vegemite. It's the it's this it's thicker than uh, Nutella. Yeah, it sure is. It's not as creamy. All right. Okay, here we go. By the way, I haven't eaten yet, and it's. (laughs) Noom, I should be starving, so this should taste good no matter what. <clears throat> All right. Vegemite, how it's supposed to be had. Fingernail, little butter, bread. Toasted bread. Cheers. Cunt. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's why. <laughs> it's the same thing with. Uh, it's not. It's not throw up bad, right? Mm-hmm. But it it definitely has. It tastes like very strong yeasty, and it's very salty. It it for sure reminds me of. Fish sauce. They're right. If if you were to take fish sauce and make a paste out of it, um, and then stick it in somebody's butt. Well, someone also said put some avocado on that. Maybe it'll probably tame like the weird. So- it almost has like a sulfur like taste <laughs> to it. I can't describe it. Vegemite is a Vegemite taste. Like Vegemite tastes like Vegemite. Like there's nothing else that's very similar to it. I. Yeah, it's like seasoning, I guess. It's like a salty type of thing that you would add. So I understand why butter and that would go well. But I just think there's just so many better things besides Vegemite. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if that helps. Yeah, you cunt. Yeah, sick. Oh, God. There you go. <laughs> see if that helps. Um, You know, I honestly, um, after the butter and the toast and... Someone telling me how to portion it. I'm not mad. It's definitely, I feel like, something you got to grow up with yes. to really enjoy. <clears throat> the avocado makes it taste better. All right. I actually don't mind it with the avocado, or I might just be enjoying the avocado. <laughs> <laughs> Have you always liked avocado? Some people don't like avocado. I love avocado. It's cool. It's actually better with avocado. Because it balances that really that crazy saltiness. Mm-hmm, yeah. The kind of like creaminess of the avocado. Nice touch to it. I actually would eat Vegemite, butter, and avocado. I would. That's not bad. That's actually not bad. That is not bad. Who was the, who was the what do they call them, cunt faces that, <laughs> that recommended the avocado? <laughs> Let me look right now on Twitter. Yeah. Um. Sick, beautiful, Australian cunts. Who was, who was the one? That's pretty... That's pretty good. If you don't know, uh, cunt is uh, very much a term of endearment in Australia. Um, yeah. I, I liked it. 
The person that said avocado, avocado is um, where's this shit? Oh yeah, I actually. Oh yeah, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad, right? Oh, a guy named at Maverex, M A V E R E X on Twitter with avocado on toast. Trust. Hey, Maverex, it's pretty fucking good, man. Hashtag Straya Cunt. My guy, Maverex, appreciate it. That's all right. That's actually not bad, man. You been in Australia? No. Real quick, but I never got to stay there too long. Mm, mm, mm. Australia's fun, bro. Yeah, but it better be because it's the longest fucking flight I've ever been on in my life. It's a long-ass flight, dog. I think the flight is like 86 hours. It's something crazy. One of the last time I was in, I was in Australia, <clears throat> um, I was on tour with like a bunch of the, you know, the Asian YouTube artists, and there was one show I wasn't allowed to do because... There was some misunderstanding, but we had a show in Perth where that was, I guess, in a church. And, like, whoever was helping set up the event was, like, they didn't want me to perform because I was too vulgar or some shit. I forget. Yeah. And then I came out as a surprise during someone else's set, and the crowd went nuts, bro. Too vulgar? Why did they even book you? <laughs> like, <clears throat> it was a tour thing? Um, man, I don't know. Would you like a, a White Claw? Sure. Why not? I actually don't. I actually enjoyed that toast, Vegemite butter, and avocado. Look at you! I think I might get. First of all, that thing of Vegemite will last me eighty six years. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's how does anybody go through Vegemite? Because you have to book so little. I mean, it must be like just one of those things. Like you know, you you got like a maybe they they use it in a bunch of other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of Australia, listen. So, I was telling them about this earlier, but. Early on in the pandemic, I tend to get banned off of every platform because I I have a potty mouth Mm -hmm. and I like to make fun of things, right? Which is basically what my whole career was based on. Mm -hmm. It's essentially what we did with friends growing up and I just did it on YouTube. So we clown on each other, we laugh or whatever. Mm -hmm. So there was a girl, shout out to, uh, I think her actual name is Cassie, bad gal Cass Cass. Uh, She put out this video where she was doing uh, that fucking WAP. She was doing a WAP dance, Mm -hmm. right? And I thought it was hilarious because she was throwing it back a little too hard. It looked like she threw out her fucking neck. I thought it was hilarious. I think I saw that and it looked hot to me. Yeah, Tim. <laughs> I could tell you right now, I, Vegemite, if you just made it look, the toast looked like ass, <laughs> this, this whole would fuck that toast. So <laughs> be quiet. And so, you know, clown on it. And the girl's a fan. And also, too. She's really goofy on her page. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, she could take a joke. And it turns out she could take a joke. Mm-hmm. She DM'd me. She thought it was perfectly funny. She thought I took down the post. She goes, why'd you take down the post? Mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't take it down. Everybody got fucking mad. They started sticking up for her. They were like, how could you bully this young girl? And the girl DM'd me. She goes, it was funny. It was a funny video. What's the problem? I was like, yeah, because you're. I know I saw your stuff. You're, you make jokes all the time. Yeah. And so it's like this this fucking little standing up for somebody who doesn't even need to be stood up for. Okay. And then all there's a guy who wrote he was like, "Oh, you like bullying women, you fucking misogynist fuck." And this guy <laughs> was just going in and I'm like, "She liked the video." <laughs> like, what are you talking about yeah, right yeah. now? But everybody just wants brownie points. Shout outs to AJ Raphael. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it AJ? No, AJ wrote wrote something. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> he was like defending her and so I was like alright AJ you fucking cute AJ's a friend by the way he was doing his duty when he thought you were disrespecting a young lady <laughs> by the way I love AJ who who don't love AJ right he's the red roses <clears throat> yeah the, the music that people sing and cry to yes however 
don't fuck with me. <laughs> he's, a, he's a sensitive soul, David. So I love AJ, dude. Me too. Yeah. So on another podcast after, I was like, AJ, you fuck. You fucking coming after me. But I preface it with I love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, I think that uh, the way that I joke around, it's very particular. And so AJ and I never grew up together. So my misinterpretation is that he wouldn't get hurt by it. Do but, I have to start separating myself from you so I can keep my relationships solid? Can, can I just say this? And I told him this yesterday. I was like, I might be ruining your relationship, <laughs> but you have made mine so much better. <laughs> this is not an even trade. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Hey, AJ's great, though. Um, I tell you. Congratulations on the um, on the uh, engagement, by the way. Congratulations on the engagement. His And his and his fiance is also on I Can See Your Voice. One what of, the fuck is that? One of Ken Jeong's uh, singing uh, uh, game shows. Oh, really? Yeah, she was just on. I don't know how far she made it, uh, but she they posted a trailer and she was in the trailer singing she stuff. She has in. a very elegant Disney voice. Yeah, very, very Disney, very princessy. Um, Sing a Disney song right now, your favorite one. Go. We don't talk about Bruno, no, no. You know what you know about that? You don't know about that yet? Oh, I'm about to put you on, my guy. But first of all, <laughs> I can show you the world. Why'd you threaten me, dude? Shining, <laughs> shimmering, splendid. Tell me, David, now when did you last let your heart Relax from eating all that greasy food. You know why I know that's his favorite song? Because that's probably one of the more sexual songs <laughs> in all of Disney. Why you why 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 you think I like a sexual song? <laughs> you have a stroke. What you what you trying to say, bro? <laughs> Little fucking stroke. <laughs> what is sexual? What is sexual about a whole new world? I can show you the world, shining, shimmering, splendid. Tell me, princess, now when did you let us? I can open your eyes. You think it's about his dick? I. Over sideways and under <laughs> on a magic carpet ride. You're gross. Whole, it's about him taking her virginity, dude. You're disgusting. It's a, you don't think so? You're gross. Never in my life have I made that correlation. I, yeah, I can open your thighs. Wow. Take you wonder by wonder. You're horrible. Over sideways. <laughs> that's that's sexual as fuck. <laughs> if you if you, any any Disney song can be sexual if you want to make Go, it sexual. Go do another one. Um, let's get down to business. <laughs> <laughs> All of them, dog. <laughs> um, um, what else? What else? Um, <laughs> look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Talk about her pussy. What did you say? My collection's complete. See? Um, what else? What else? Oh, very good. Um, um, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It's the circle of life. Talking about her asshole. Oh, okay. That, that's a stretch. <laughs> also an asshole joke, by the way. Yes, I know. Look at that. Um, <clears throat> but have you not watched Encanto? I haven't seen it yet, dude. Oh, bro. Bro. First of all, all the songs written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And when you watch, even if you didn't know, like I was watching Encanto and I was like, I hear fucking Hamilton cadences in this shit. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, so <clears throat> we don't talk about Bruno, which is like the most lit song from Encanto. Number two in the country right now on the Billboard charts. Um, and I just talked about this on my shit, but number two in the country. Also, the first song to have broken 
Let It Go's streaming <gasps> record. Dude, Let It Go is huge. Yes, dog. We don't talk about Bruno. Broke Let It Go's record. And also, there has not been a song that has charted this high for a Disney since A Whole New World. Really? That's insane. Dude, I remember listening to, first of all, the first Frozen, I didn't like it. Mm. But you didn't? No, I did not like it's it. It's so funny. I think it's because the way that it was, it was too much of a musical <laughs> and I wasn't expecting that. Mm. And so, Let It Go, I just remember just walking around and I would hear little kids singing it. Yeah. All the time, like especially during Christmas time, I would just hear a girl go, let it go, mm-hmm. let it go. I'm, Dude, this song is a hit. Yeah. And that beat that? Yes, bro. Seven foot frame, rats all on his back. When he calls your name, it all fades to black. <laughs> he sees your dreams and feasts on your screams. We don't talk about Bruno, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. This is so funny to me because it has no context to me at all. <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck he he's doing. He told me my fist would die and the next day, dead. Oh, he told me I'd grow a gut. Now just like he said, he told me all the hairs upon my... He told me all my hairs would disappear. Now look in my head. <laughs> what is an 80-year-old rock guy? <laughs> Oh, you gotta watch it, dog. I, I watch it tonight. <laughs> I, I have to watch it tonight because it's, it's. Is it gonna beat Moana for me? Because I love Moana. I fucking love Moana. It's it's two different vibes, even though um, they are both like the you know the music's both by Lin Manuel Miranda. Um, and Canto is definitely so it's set in Colombia, so the music is very like you know what I'm saying it's Colombian based. Oh, you know what I'm saying all shoulders, all shoulders and hips. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Colombia. <laughs> and then Moana, you know, it's like more more Polynesian, so it's more it's more arms and shoulders, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but lot, lots of hips too. You have been watching all this stuff because of Veda, huh? Well, here's the thing. Yes, uh, we have been putting on, you know, colorful shit for Veda to watch, but also like me and Chia will literally put Encanto on even when Veda's asleep, you know what I'm saying? Because it's so like the music's popping. Speaking of Veda. I will say this though, mm-hmm. that's the thing about Disney too. I think I like classic Disney, the two D Disney, because the music to me, I enjoyed it so much. Yeah, they all kind of just stuck in my head. And by the way, I was never a big Disney fan growing up mm, really? at all. The only thing I really liked in Disney was Winnie the Pooh. Really, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this, this face was so judgy, dude. <laughs> just, I, I wasn't expecting you to say that. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite things I grew up with. He was like, that's weird. Well, because I, I also loved Winnie the Pooh, but for it to be your only Disney thing you like. Winnie the Pooh was one of those. Winnie the Pooh, the movie. Have you seen the, the, the Christopher Robin movie? No. That shit made me cry so much. I mean, I can see that. Because Winnie the Pooh <laughs> is about just. The, the, the character does such a good job, especially for kids. And I think it's such a good character to have for children because it always teaches kids to. Be grateful and be happy. Mm. So there's no... He has like some gems. If you look up Winnie the Pooh quotes, it'll make you tear up. Mm. The idea of Christopher Robin the movie is the fact that Christopher Robin grows up and he forgets about Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. And so he he goes through like World War II, mm. all this other stuff, all this adult stuff. And he's, you know, he's trying to... He, you know, make a job or whatever, whatnot, and he forgets about the stuff that makes him happy, which Winnie the Pooh comes back and reminds him, like, hey, you have to learn how to be happy. 
Mm. And I was like, dog, that shit made me fucking ball, dude. That's so interesting because uh, when I was in college, I took a Taoism class that was all around a book called The Taoism of Pooh, which is relates a bunch of Winnie the Pooh quotes really? to Taoism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to get that. <clears throat> it's pretty It's pretty cool, dog. When I, when I have a kid, everything's going to be Winnie the Pooh in the room. Like it's gonna be. Like oh, it's gonna be your whole yeah, yeah. Wallpaper, all these little quotes, just because what Winnie the Pooh teaches also transfers to what you need to take in as an adult, which makes sense. Mm. It's probably based on Taoism. Like it's so wholesome. Mm-hmm. It kind of it kind of centers you and brings back brings you back down to earth. Yeah, big emphasis on like you know, um, you know, a lot of like Buddhist principles too, where it's about like you know, kind of be happy with yourself and don't focus on other things and yeah. that type of shit. You know, oh, happy. New Year, dude. Happy New Year. Happy Lunar New Year, my guy. Yeah. I brought you a red envelope. Here you go. I didn't bring you shit. No, it's okay. I brought you Nutella. I brought you toast. I brought you a toaster. You did not bring me Nutella. You brought me Vegemite. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that. (laughs) Wow. He got me chili dog coupons. Yes, I did. And let me tell you something. Winter schnitzels, chili dogs, fire. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love it. (laughs) Let me tell you something else. Wiener schnitzels, soft serve, fire. Mm-hmm. This right here, ultimate combination. I was just talking about this yesterday about so many things that – have you heard of like um, like something something simple? If, you, if you've never had Vienna sausage growing up, mm. you probably hate it. The, what, the, the little sausages? Little sausages. I love those. I'm saying like if you never had it growing up. Oh, yeah, because it just looks kind of like, like what the fuck is this? It's, it's actually pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean for sure. It's like the mushiest sausage ever. I mean, it's kind of like like spam. Yeah, but at least spam has a decent texture when you fry it. <laughs> like Vienna sausage, if you deep fry it, fry it, or put it in a pan, it's still gonna taste like mush. I'm saying in a sense that like if someone had no idea, didn't grow up on it, and they see fucking meat coming out of a can, they're like, oh, "What yeah, are you? Yeah, what yeah. is this?" Andrew Zimmern hates spam. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, fucking weirdo. Did I tell you about my dad and Wiener Schnitzel when he first came to this country? Mm-mm. When my dad first came to this country, he told me the story like a couple years ago, which is why they sent me the coupons, actually. I, t- really? I tweeted about it. And my dad said when he was younger in this country, he really wanted to try wiener schnitzel, but he didn't know how to say it. So he would say, he would tell his American friends, let's go to, let's just go to Burger King. <laughs> he, he had no idea how to say wiener schnitzel. <laughs> Wait, what, was your dad working at a company or something? My dad was out here. Um, he had worked with a, f- a few different companies. At first, he was he was going to art school for a little bit. Uh, oh, your dad went to art school too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. you get everything from your pop. Yeah, pretty much. Even his weird parenting style, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm going to be guilt tripping Chia and Veda. Uh, but speaking of which, speaking of like Veda, she was so dramatic the other day, dog, because she's beginning. Oh, she took her first little <gasps> one, two step. And I was fucking working and I missed it. But she oh, sent me a video and I was like, classic. <gasps> so, so Veda was standing the other day and I had a snack in my hand and I was about to give it to her. And she was like, wait, 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 hold, hold it out in front of her. So maybe she stepped towards you, right? So she took one step and she was about to grab it. But I, I, I took it, I pulled it away so she could take another step. And Veda, after she couldn't grab it, was standing and went, and fell to her knees. Oh my god! <laughs> She's like, been hanging out with your mom too much, bro. I was like, Yo, she's so dramatic. But I was like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'll never do that to you again. That's so funny. Oh god! She literally like just couldn't grab it. Was like, 
<laughs> what do you do? Do you just like freak out? I, I get feel <laughs> super guilty, and then I'm just like I just pick her up and hold. I'm like I'll never do this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I hope. I wonder what I would do. I'd probably be like, "What you fucking crying for, man? What the hell you doing? Get up! I love you." That's what you think. I know. I say it, but I bet you I won't. <laughs> I bet you I won't. You're probably gonna be so soft. Mario's probably gonna be the disciplinarian. I know. I'm like, oh, I'm daddy. Sorry. Here, have some chocolate. Well, we're gonna come up with some baby names while we take a break, and we'll be right back. Hey guys, this episode of. Dudes Behind the Foods is brought to you by GoodyBrand.com. Tim here, just popping in to remind you that what's a better Christmas gift than some fly-ass clothes? I mean, GoodyBrand.com, we got new hats. Uh, count your blessings. We got beanies. We got new flannels. We got all types of new gear. So go to GoodyBrand.com and check it out. Hey, y'all, it's Tim. And David. And if you want to listen to Dudes Behind the Foods without ads, now you can. Just go to dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com. Thanks. You girls are coming up with baby names. So, Mariel and I, <clears throat> if we have a daughter, we want to go with the name Charlie mm. for the girl. Because I like the, the the sexually gender ambiguous names. I love uh, unisex names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, by the way, Charlie So, I hope they have Mexican friends because they'll call her Chorizo. <laughs> And I'm gonna, I'm gonna specifically make her hella fat, so they can call her fucking, fucking chorizo. Oh my god, that is so cool. Chorizo, dad, why'd you make me so fat so I can call you chorizo? Oh, I love chorizo. Chorizo's the shit. I think it's a super slept on protein in terms of uh, Mexican meats. Oh, chorizo, dude. <clears throat> if you go to this spot, it's the Tire Shop Tacos out in East LA. Mm-hmm. They do a carbon style tacos over charcoal, of course. They do asada and they do their chorizo, and it's just grilled mm. over charcoal. Fucking fire! Dude. What's your go-to taco truck order? <clears throat> it depends on where I'm going, right? Everywhere's a little different. So mm. if I'm going, if I want, if I want to go to Jalisco, little seafood, I mm. go to Marisco's Jalisco. Mm. I get the shrimp tacos dorados, mm. and I'll also get the campechana, and I'll also get a, maybe if I'm feeling spicy, right? I'll get the um, the agua chile. What's the, a campechana? Campechana is the uh, cocktail. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right, so it has like avocados, t- uh, clamato in oh, there. Oh, like the oh yeah, yeah like the yeah yeah, 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 yeah. A bunch of seafood, octopus, mm-hmm. pulpo, you know, all that other stuff. If I want carbon tacos, there's a few spots that I'll go to. Uh, it's gonna be the tire shop tacos. It'll be uh, another spot. Oh, I can't remember the name. I just I just drive there now, but. It's always the asada tacos with a shit ton of avocado, like uh, mm. guacamole on it. Mm-hmm. Or I'll get the chorizo tacos there, which are fucking fire. Tacos a carbon. There you go. That's the place. I like to try chorizo like everywhere I go. Anywhere just, you go, right? Yes. You just have to try it out. I just want to try everybody's chorizo because I just, I love chorizo. And it's like when you find a good one, it's like, mmm. And you know, I always, um, um, I like to try a um, some lengua oh, and yeah. some cabeza. And but you know what I've been fucking with lately, dog? That I just kind of got onto, um, buche. 
Oh, buche's the shit. Yeah, yeah, bro. yeah. What is that again? I just remember liking. I think buche's the stomach. It's like some. It's that's like stomach or like some some shit. But I, I yeah, I love it. I think it's stomach. It's really fucking good. Delicious. Bomb. Fucking good. Avenue Twenty Six buche tacos are really good. Word. Okay. Um, they're like the dollar taco spot. Shout out to the homie, uh, Caesar. And then also, if I just want birria, it's always gonna be ibiria la unica. You know what, man? <clears throat> I <clears throat> I didn't think the first time I had birria tacos. I was like, oh, this is a little overhyped. But then I realized that, and then I went to your spot that you're talking about, and it really is um, that consomme, that broth is really important, or else it's just kind of just like, what is this? I'm just dipping this for no reason, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? If the broth isn't flavorful, it's kind of like, what the fuck? (laughs) Dude, so the one, if you go to the spot, I'm not sure if they still, if they do at the original spot in East LA, but if you go to the one in... um, (laughs) Culver City, mm. they have a truck out there now. They do the ramen birria. Bruh. Fucking fire. Okay. Like, it's usually when I see something like that, I'm thinking to myself, this is hype, right? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of the times when you see people just do stuff because they know that it'll get a lot of clicks, but it'll be around for a bit and it'll disappear. Mm-hmm. This ramen birria, and I just thought to myself before I had it, I was like, wait, I love their consomme broth. Mm-hmm. Throwing ramen noodles in it? Why the fuck not? Of course. Lime, onions, cilantro, fucking shit ton of lime juice in there. <clears throat> so good. Probably one of my favorite things that I've had. Dog, like two, three years ago, I did a video where I had leftover pozole from a Mexican place. Oh. And I boiled some ramen noodles in the pack, some mama noodles specifically. And I threw it in the leftover pozole. And it went low-key viral on Facebook. But some people were looking at me like I was crazy. Oh, that's because you're idiot <laughs> you don't know anything people were so some people were like oh that looks fire and other people were like mm, ill but i'm like dude what 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 is ill about this to you because like soup broth and meat and veggies and noodles yeah like what is throwing you off here like i i always like it when people experiment with food I think my biggest issue is is like, let's say you did that video and you're like authentic way to eat pozole. <laughs> That's when people get upset, right? Right. Which I right. think it's 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 reasonable to people be upset because it's like food is like something that people are very connected to. It's stuff yeah. that they like, even like culturally speaking, like immigrant shit. A lot of the times, most parents don't even say "I love you." They do it through food. Mm-hmm. Right? That's my mom to a T, <laughs> right? Whether they apologize, they say thank you. Well, my mom says "I love you" too. Okay, <laughs> yeah. go on, go on. They do it through food. Yeah. So when somebody you know makes these videos, and I've been flaming people on Instagram, <laughs> you dude. have, I saw. Yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm getting a little sick of it because. <clears throat> okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about it, y'all. Food influencers are, are becoming literally the trashiest human beings on earth. Like, damn. Like food influencers now. Like, I understand that you have to make content, right? Content is key. But the same shit that you fucking flame people for, you're now doing the same thing. Mm. So for you to go ahead and be, you know, you have a huge platform and then you go, oh, I just need to make content and you fuck up other people's food. Mm. Like, by the way, you could just make the food and not say authentic Mm -hmm. and not say recipe. Mm-hmm. Just make the food and eat it. Oh, yeah. Or say, this is my take on a something something. Yeah. It's like, why do you want to be a source of knowledge for something that you don't know how to make? Right. And that's the most annoying thing about people on the internet now. They want to be the person that knows everything. When you mm. could just say, I don't know. Yeah. It's okay. You don't have to know everything. Right, right, Like, I right. saw this dish, and this is an Asian dude that did this. And I, and I always say this because people always shit on white people all the time. Mm-hmm. They go, oh, white people fucking up fucking Asian food. It's not white <clears throat> people, guys. Mm-hmm. It's fucking food influencers. Oh, right? wow. So this dude, you know, he makes 
Pudachige, right? Mm-hmm. So if you guys know the history of Pudachige, Pudachige is literally a dish that Korean people made after the war, and we took all these military rations, so it was out of like survival shit. Pudachige! Pusichige! <laughs> right? So he just puts gochujang, which is a fermented chili paste, and throws it in the water, and he goes, this is pudachige, and just mm. with the ingredients. Okay. But he's missing like eight ingredients. And it's not like an interpretation thing. Mm. If he interpreted his own way, that's fine. Right. But he said, this is the recipe for it. And it's literally, I just by the look of it, it tastes gross. Mm-hmm. I know off the jump. Mm-hmm. And then he eats the food, and this guy, corny as fuck, oh, oh, mm, oh, so good. It's like, bro, you are such a fucking corn dog. And he's an Asian dude? Asian dude. Mm. And so, you know, those type of people need to be called out, not in the sense of like cancel them but just yeah. like if you make the dish don't make this one and if you see them on the street I'm a, throw hands no I'll hug them <laughs> I'll be like hey bro you know I had to do it because it, it would suck for him like I said to him it was like putting gochujang in water is like putting fish sauce in water saying it's pho mm. that's the same thing and so my thing was like listen you cook whatever the fuck you want. I don't yeah. gatekeeping food is the dumbest shit ever. Right. It's just when you tell people this is the recipe for this, at least just one Google search would have been fine. Facts. That's all you had to do was Google it. I'm assuming he's not Korean. No, he's not. Mm. You know, and he's a Vietnamese. I love Vietnamese people, dude. Yeah. And you never see like Asian people usually fucking up other people's food like that. <laughs> right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? It's because like, there's such a strong connection to like the traditional recipes and foods and And you know what? To defend this guy, I'll say this. He's he's probably been on this sp- I don't know him, but I'm pretty sure he's been on the space for a very long time. Mm. And now he's just putting up content just to put up content. Mm. He doesn't he doesn't care about his job anymore. Mm. And so that's what happens. You stop caring about your shit and you start fucking up other people's food. Like I said, if you didn't say recipe mm. and you weren't pretending like it was the most amazing thing on earth, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have given a fuck. But now people are going to try that dish and they're going to be like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. And that's that's our shit. Preach that shit, David So. Drop one of Clues bombs on that right there. David So just made a statement. <laughs> I keep telling people, it's not white people. It's food influencers. <laughs> I am um, recently on my Send Foods IG account. I got hit up with a brand deal, right, for this show called, you ever seen Fast Foodies? Fast Foodies, that sounds hella familiar. Yeah, I guess they, so they take, I guess, like, fast food items and then remix it, flip it, you know what I'm saying, like, finesse it into their own shit. So they were like, hey, they they gave me a little DoorDash, or no, they gave me an Uber Eats card. (gasps) I do know the show, Bobby Lee was on an episode. Oh, was he? Yeah. So they gave me uh, some money to buy some different fast food ingredients and make my own like sandwich, right? Oh, you were there when I made this shit. Yes, I was there. I was watching you. <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, I wish I could have made you one because it was so bomb. We were so full though. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so I I took, I ordered my favorite church's chicken and, um, you know, whenever I have chicken new gays, which is what I oh. call them now because of you, I always wow. dip with McDonald's hot mustard and they're sweet and sour, and I do a double dip, and that's my combination, right? The best way to do it, by the way. So I took my fucking church's chicken thigh, tossed it in those two dressings and those two dips, and then um, just put it on some Hawaiian bread with some coleslaw, and bro, it was fucking bomb. That's like some Nashville hot type of sweet and sour shit that you're doing. It was delicious. Dude, that actually sounds really fucking good. I'm actually going to do that, and I'm just going to shake it in the box with a chicken nougat. Ooh. How good is that? Wow. Dude, Tim. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. You know what else um, people have looked at me crazy for, even though I, I knew a lot of like Mexican people that did this? <clears throat> have you ever made a peanut butter and jelly tortilla? Yes, I have. 
So that is literally I made that because I had nothing else. Right. And it wasn't bad. <laughs> right. No, dude, it's like it's it's so good. I actually kind of like prefer it sometimes to bread. You know what I'm saying? So I made a little peanut butter and jelly tortilla. I posted it one time and some people were like putting like vomit emojis. I'm like vomit. Why? Yeah, dog. I'm like. A tortilla is just flat bread. <laughs> like, what's not a corn tortilla, a flour, flour tortilla. tortilla. Like, why? It's so weird to me when people are like, disc vomit emojis. I'm like, like, I would understand that, like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't think vomit wise, that's anything. <laughs> right. I mean, think about what you put in tortilla, right? It's like, traditionally, if you made a quesadilla, it's meat and cheese. Mm-hmm. What else do you put meat and cheese on? Motherfucking bread, motherfucker. Like, it's the same shit. It's because you hurt their ancestors. <laughs> All right? Let me, t- can I tell you this funny story? Yeah, please. So, shout out to the homie Henry from back at home. Uh, Henry, I was going to sock you in your fucking mouth. Yeah, this Henry. Fool, this fool in college, I remember. So, I didn't go to Davis at the time, but um, I went to UCR. Mm-hmm. I got into a little couple of altercations, and I had to leave that school. Oh, so I came back home, went to community college, but all my homies went to Davis. Mm-hmm. So we would, you know, we would used to uh, go clubbing together. Uh, Ket Marie, if you guys know, uh, the Thai spot that turned into a fucking little club club venue at night. Oh, but this fool was like, "Hey, bro, you want me to make you a crepe?" I was like, "Oh shit, I'll, yeah, I'm down for some crepes." Like <laughs> this bitch made motherfucker, dude. <laughs> Worst taste buds on earth. He took a tortilla and he just put whipped cream inside of it. <laughs> Didn't even toast it. I think the toasting probably would have made it decent. Right. But you know like tortillas when you don't heat it up? Yeah. It's very chalky. It's not pliable. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> just put whipped cream inside and he was like, dude, this is fire. That was his crepe? Nothing else? Whipped cream and tortilla? That's That was his crepe. <laughs> I, I bit into it and I was going to sock this one in the mouth. I was like, yo. Fuck you, bro. This one was, you know when somebody eats something and they think it's delicious? It was, oh, <laughs> this one was eating it like it was a delectable dish. What? Didn't even eat the tortilla. Disgusting. You know what um, Thai people do with their ice cream that peop- that might seem a little weird, but um, it's actually, it works. Um, a lot of ice cream places in Thailand will take the scoops of ice cream and put it in a hot dog bun. And they would eat it like that, and it's like, like a regular hot dog bun, like a regular ass, not not no fucking Hawaiian bread or nothing. Um, I mean Hawaiian bread would work, but it, dog, it's literally just a hot dog bun sometimes, and it's just ice cream in fucking white bread, <laughs> and it works. Really? <laughs> yeah. Hey, something weirder in Taiwan. One of my favorite desserts is this. Um, I forgot what it was called, but you can see I did a travel video thing in Taiwan, but it's a peanut crumble, okay. like caramel crumble. Mm-hmm. That they have this huge block of caramel peanuts and they shave off these delicious flakes of like toffee, like peanut butter toffee or whatever, right? Okay. And they take it into this this thin, it's almost like rice paper, but it's not. Okay. They put ice cream inside, hmm. peanuts that crumble, and cilantro. What? Dog, I'm, I kid you not, one of my favorite desserts I've ever had. Cilantro? It's weird, dude. It's weird, but it's fucking And it good. works? Dude, any Taiwanese people out there, let me know if you've ever had it. It's so fucking good. I was not cilantro was like the last thing I was. Expecting I'm telling you, I'll show you a video of it. It's it's crazy. I mean, you know, I'll try it, dog. I mean, I like cilantro. Some people do, do from the gate don't fuck with cilantro. It's a genetic thing. Genetically, it tastes like uh, what is it? Soap. Soap to some or something. People? I, and I can see that. Really? I love cilantro. My mom will just literally eat cilantro. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's fucking delicious. Uh, yeah, cilantro goes hard for me. <sighs> well, guys. So wait, wait, wait. Before we close it out, um, since we had something disgusting from Australia. I have a treat for you as well. Oh, do you? 
Tims. Tim Tams are fire, dude. <laughs> Tim Tams are fire. Since I, you know, put you through it, a little ASMR here for you. Good eye, Mike. Good eye, Mike. Cunt, cunt, cunt. <laughs> good eye, good eye. Cunt, cunt, cunt. How you going? How you going? Cunt, cunt. <laughs> That's how Australian guns sound like too. Yeah, cunt, 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 Extremely sweet. Yeah, so sweet. Definitely good. Like you know, dip in some coffee, some hot chocolate, or something like that. This with a nice espresso. Oh man. Mm. Tim Tams mm. are so great because of that crunchy interior. Mm-hmm. Nice little cookie crust. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Thank you for watching another episode of Dudes Behind the Foods. I'm David So, and I'm Tim Chantarongsu. Bye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with hero bread. Okay. Hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.